Hi, I'm Dr. Greg Goins from the Reimagine Schools podcast, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to right now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. It got to the point where kids would come into my class and be like, are you having a bad day? Like, Why are you always asking that? They're like, because you look upset. <laughs> when really what they were looking at was my anxiety. And it's, I know what I got to do. As soon as I, now that I have a plan, I start my day totally different. It's more like, let me touch base with this, with so-and-so mm-hmm. because they looked a little off the last class. Let me, you know, things that I wasn't able to do my first few years of teaching, I didn't have a lot of relationships with kids because I thought that my curriculum was important. Then I realized it's relationships first. Welcome to the Burned In Teacher Podcast. I'm Amber Harper, and the educators on this podcast are brave enough to share their stories of burnout with the world. On BIT, we get real, we get honest, and we take action. Action against the burnout with stories from burned out teachers advice from experts, and actionable steps you can take today to beat the burnout and become a happier, more fulfilled human being. Let's get started. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode 46 of the Burned In Teacher Podcast. If we've never met, I'm your host, Amber Harper, and I'm so excited that you joined us today because I get to share with you the story of my first one-to-one coaching client, Lisa, and she's got such a beautiful story to tell. Now, as I'm recording this intro to our interview, it is also a beautiful, sunny and crisp day here in Northeast Indiana. Fall is settling in so nicely. And although I'm a summer girl, I am really enjoying this newness of the new season. And I hope that wherever you are, you're able to look out the window and appreciate the beauty of change that is surrounding you. Even the little things like the sharp colors of mums or the beautiful sunsets wherever you are. Appreciating change can help you realize how precious this life is. And as you'll hear Lisa talk about today, she had some really important things to pay attention to that needed to change in order for her to appreciate her career and education, and to appreciate her talents and her passion. Now, when we do get into the interview, I want you to pay attention to some of the things that Lisa says about what she used to say to herself when she was burned and unbalanced. I want you to ask yourself, have I been saying the same things? Have I been living this way? I placed this interview here in the month of October for Understand Your Teacher Brand because The changes that Lisa made to her day-to-day organization and planning have truly transformed her brand. She'll mention in the interview that students used to ask her if she's upset or if she's mad, and she would say, why are you always asking me that? She loved her job. What they were seeing was her anxiety and her overwhelm, and I thought that this was the perfect place to share this episode with you because I know it's so relatable. Her story is so common, and the reason I know this is for two reasons. Number one, I was a teacher for 12 years. Number two, the most common outcome of the teacher burnout quiz that I created is burned and unbalanced. Over 70% of the teachers that take this quiz come out on the other end burned and unbalanced. So I know what a huge impact Lisa's interview is going to have on you burned and unbalanced teachers. 
If you haven't heard of the teacher burnout quiz, just go to burnedinteacher.com slash burnout quiz. It's six questions, takes less than three minutes, and it will help you to name your burnout. Not only that, you'll also get a nice cheat sheet in your inbox to help you take action. Now, before we get into the interview, I want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by my one-to-one coaching program. And the reason that I'm making sure to highlight Lisa's successes and her transformation in this episode is because not a lot of people know that I offer this service. They know that I have my ebook and they know that I have my um, my courses, you know, out the door by four in the Burned In Teacher Training Program, uh, but they don't know that I offer the service of coaching. So you can go to burnedinteacher.com slash coaching and learn more about what it means to be coached by me one-on-one, meeting you where you are and helping you to reach your goals. When you fill out the application, I will contact you and we'll set up a time to have a 15-minute chat. And then you simply decide whether or not you want to move forward with working with me. That's what Lisa did. And now you get to hear what happened because of it. Let's jump in to the interview with Lisa. Lisa, I'm so grateful that you took my offer and came on to the Burned In Teacher podcast with me tonight to talk about your experience with one-to-one coaching. So thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you for having me. (laughs) So let's get right into it. We started working together back in May of uh, the 2018-2019 school year. So tell me where you were in your what what your reality was at that time and how you found burned in teacher i found burned in teacher because on a typical night you could find me completely overwhelmed uh, with everything that i had to get done when it got too overwhelming i just kind of distracted myself so i subscribed to ditch that textbook with matt miller you, I guess you did a podcast with, and it said teacher burnout. And I thought that's me. So I clicked <laughs> on and I did the quiz and I was burned and unbalanced, which I, I guess I already knew. And then um, I went on your website at the time. I am still a little embarrassed to say that I was in my 11th year teaching. You would think that by hearing my story, I, I always felt so embarrassed to like really share my struggles because I felt, gosh, I've been teaching for so long. You would think that I would have been past this. I was always reacting. Um, I had a lot of great successes, but I could never enjoy the fruits of my labor because I was always worried. I'd forget this thing. I'd forget that thing. My lessons were not, um, I knew what I had to teach. Mm-hmm. But I was always behind. Like there would be periods where I'm so embarrassed to say that I knew the bell was ringing and I gave them a worksheet because I didn't know what I was doing next period. And on those days, it was like the ultimate of lows because um, you're embarrassed because I'm not a first year teacher. I blamed a lot of my lack of organization on being a traveling teacher for about eight years. I said, well, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm going between buildings and, and rooms. So I, I just can't get organized. And it was like a lie that I believed. And then when I finally did get my own classroom, it was more of the same. And I thought, Ugh. so um, I, I reached out to you because I had just come back or like my parents, I just found out my parents were really sick. 
at the same time, I was working all these extra jobs to try to pay off my student loans while being incredibly what I felt unprepared for my job. I was running clubs where we would get things done, have events, but it was always like this feeling of anxiety. Like I was either get overwhelmed, forget about what I was going to do, or I was like, one, two o'clock in the morning, like trying to get everything done, following up, begging people for last minute things, you know, mm-hmm. like that thing on um, lack of planning isn't an emergency on my part kind of thing. So I'm like, can you please do this for me last minute, last minute, last minute. I called you and then I did what I usually do or what I usually would do. Uh, I talked myself out of the coaching. I said, you know what? I, I have too many bills right now. I can't really section off the money to do this. Um, maybe it's not for me. Maybe this is just an end of the year thing. I, at the same time, was working on this really big fundraiser at school. I had a class doing project-based learning. Um, and we organized this great fundraiser. It was a pie-in-the-face fundraiser. We would pie teachers in the face to raise money for um, <laughs> stray dogs in Puerto Rico. Fabulous fundraiser. My students were so excited. I was able to inject Spanish. Then I realized I scheduled it on the same day as my son's presentation. So all this work, all this preparation, I wasn't able to go. And I felt like it was just one of those things where you work so hard on something and then you don't get to see the end. And it was totally my fault. So then I was like, I got to get serious. And, you know, we make excuses. Like we don't take care of ourselves. Like we, we take care of everybody else. Like I give kids food during the day. I give them advice. I give everything. And then I don't give myself what I need. So then I, I'm, I'm actually robbing the people around me. Because if I don't fill my cup, there's no overflow. And then I can't, like, it got to the point where kids would come into my class and they're like, are you having a bad day? Like, Why are you always asking that? They're like, because you look upset. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when really what they were looking at was my anxiety. And it's, I know what I got to do. As soon as I, now that I have a plan, I start my day totally different. It's more like, let me touch base with this, with so-and-so mm-hmm. because they looked a little off the last class. Let me, you know, things that I wasn't able to do. My first few years of teaching, I didn't have a lot of relationships with kids because I thought that my curriculum was important. Then I realized it's relationships first. And I was really great with developing relationships with kids that weren't in my class. Then I was like, what about the kids in my class? So now... Mm-hmm. Now I can say I, I can see myself being able to give more of myself because I had to come to the realization that I wasn't living my truth in teaching. And that was hard because I, I, wanna, I want my students to know that I believe that each one of them can learn a language because I'm a foreign language teacher, I teach at a high school, and now I'm going back and forth between the high school and the middle school. And I, I just wasn't giving up myself to my students, I will go to these great conferences, get so, so excited, so energized, never really give myself the time I needed to plan. I wasn't giving it back to my kids. Then I said, you know what, even though it's the end of the year, maybe I can't fix everything for this year, but I can own up to what I've I've let happen. And that's really hard to do too, is to really accept like, you know what, a lot of this I, I could have avoided. But um, this doesn't mean that next year has to be the same. So then we started. It was kind of hard initially because I was still unorganized mess 
of trying to finish the year mm -hmm. while trying to plan for next this coming year. But I, I had to stop because I had thoughts of maybe this is this is just not for you. And I had worked so hard. Like I, I had two jobs and my kids in daycare, like while I was getting my master's for teaching, like I could see how the burnout happened and then you're just left with like no hope. Mm -hmm. And that's what I felt like so hopeless. Like I cannot take another year of this, even though it wasn't horrible. Like I was building better relationships, but I don't want to be that teacher where my, my kids have to like walk on eggshells, my biological or my students. Like are you having a bad day? Are you having a bad day? I'm like, no, it's not you actually. It's just the fact that I'm unprepared and I need to be prepared. So I don't feel anxious and project that on you. Mm. Or so I'm sitting here on the other end and parts of things that you have said just now make me get emotional because I'm sure it's not, I'm sure it's not just me. I'm sure that people who are listening to this are saying me too, <laughs> me too, right? Like yeah. you get to the point where you love what you do, but your body and your mind are not following suit because you don't even know where to start. So you've already alluded to some of the things that you were saying to yourself, but what were some of the things, like when you woke up in the morning, what were you saying to yourself in May? Or even, let's go back, let's do April, March. Uh, Burnout is not a cause, it's an effect, right? Mm -hmm. All of these things build up. So yeah. you didn't wake up one morning and think, you know what? I, I'm burned out. I don't really know why. <laughs> no. Right? Like what consistently went through your head? Now it's a joke, but it was kind of my mantra. Like back in the day, the old Dunkin' Donuts commercial, time to make the donuts. Like that <laughs> <laughs> depressing guy going to make donuts. I will wake up and tell my husband, oh, it's time to make the donuts. And it was like, <laughs> then I found him saying things like, this happens to you every year. Maybe this is just this time of year. And I'm like, and then when you think back, you're like, yeah, this, this has been me. Like mm -hmm. all these years, just now, like you just make excuses along the way. I'm a first year teacher. I'm a second year teacher. I'm traveling. My kids are little. I have too many after school activities, um, problems in my marriage, whatever, like whatever to not really deal with it until I would dread going in because I was so anxious, like, you're a failure. You didn't do what you're supposed to do. How could you be past that five-year teacher mark and you still haven't gotten your act together? Not like this is your first time teaching this course. Get your act together. But then when I would have the time, there was no separation. So I had years of my teaching where my prep was like, I'm doing my bills during prep. Oh, like, my goodness. What crazy thing was that? And I'm like, I just spent all my time doing, like, I had no separation. Mm. So everything, oh my gosh, I just forgot. Uh, let me call the bakery right now. I have to order cupcakes for my daughter's birthday party. Oh, like, I, yeah. there was no, I fed myself this story of like, well, that's just how teaching is. And like, it's all about being stressed. And like, this is a grind. And, mm -hmm. It's okay to like, oh, be, no, it's not. It's not. And then last year I was just, you know, the thing with my parents and I didn't know if I had to like take time off from school to go take care of them or like 
there were so many emotional things happening at, at once that I thought, I'm here taking a flight to Puerto Rico to visit my parents. And I'm deathly afraid of coming back. This is during spring break because I have no idea what my kids are doing. And then, like, we had a death in the family at that same time. I did not leave myself in a good place. And you just want to, like, you just cry because you're so embarrassed. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, my gosh, I, how am I going to tell this woman that I've been teaching, like, all these years? Like, I, I kept going back to that. Like, you almost want to stay in secret because you're so embarrassed. You're like, no, that no shame. It's yes. that nasty shame. Mm-hmm. Like. I should be able to handle all of this by myself. And it's funny because you've mentioned basically all of the agents of same. (laughs) You talked about the excuses, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm too, I've been doing this too long to feel this way. Right. Or you had that, you know, that overwhelm, there's so much to do. I don't know where to start. So I'll just do my bills. Yeah. You know, yes. you just, <laughs> my bills. I still can't believe that. I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, this is ridiculous. And the, the really ironic part about this interview listeners is that we just got off of our coaching call <laughs> and she is saying all of the agents of change without prompting. Like <laughs> you just sound like a totally different person. So we're going to get to that, but okay. I want to ask you then, you know, you mentioned, um, that you wanted to live your truth. Mm -hmm. And that was on our goal sheet. That was something that's at the very top. But what does that mean to you? I know what it means, but tell the listeners what it means to you to live your truth. I want my students feel that I have poured into them the excitement for learning the language, poured into them the confidence that they can learn another language. I want the kids and my, uh, I'm an advisor to the step team. I want my steppers to know that I love what they do and I support what they do and I am there for them. I want the kids in the honor society that I run to know that I appreciate their work, that I am here open to new ideas, that I am so excited to see them lead. I just, I want when I spend time with my family that they know I, they can count on me, not the distracted me, not 50% of me. I want to be able to tell people that if I'm going to meet with you for lunch, then you have all my time. You have my attention. You have my heart. Not that in the back of my mind, I'm worried that, oh my gosh, my plan book didn't finish. I have to rush off the phone when maybe my daughter might need me because I didn't do what I was supposed to do. And now I'm like back don't you know I have teenage kids and elderly parents so I I need to I want I need to be there I want to be there for the people I care about that recharge me when I'm you know down in the dump because mm-hmm. we all have those days but just living my truth is that I it's mainly like to really just be intentional about what I'm doing like when I'm in the classroom I want to make eye contact I want every single kid in there to know at some point like I know a little bit more about you than just your name and your grade in this class. But when I wasn't prepared, like, good luck. Like, I knew your name. Uh, we, I collected my data. I, I did everything my job wanted me to do. But it was that beyond piece mm-hmm. that my, my son had a fifth grade teacher that was just phenomenal. That I came out of the classroom and at the end of the year, I cried for this woman and I said, I want to be, I want to be her. And, like when I tell you that she knew everything about my son, like 
everything is likes and dislikes. And I'm not going to do the same exact things that she did, but I love that energy. When your mind is five different places, you're not going to give that energy. And you cheat the kids out. You cheat your, your significant other out. You cheat anybody who matters to you. You cheat them out of getting the fullness that you are. You can't give what you don't have, you know? And right. that men- mental capacity of like... You know, it's, it's interesting because again, I, I got a little teary-eyed as you're saying these things now. I'm an emotional person, okay? <laughs> but the reason that I'm feeling so much right now is because I have felt those things. And this is why I truly don't believe that there are bad teachers. Yeah, we're just burned out. I like, think we've fallen into bad habits, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit of bad luck, um, bad self-talk. Oh, you yeah. know, just bad routines. Maybe we, we fell under some bad leadership at one time. And, you know, I, and there are a plethora, a myriad of reasons that we have gotten to where we are. You, it's not that you don't care about your students' names or knowing more about them than their name and their grade, like you said. But it's that when your brain is just, like you said, in all of those places, it just, it only creates more and more and more problems. Yeah. For for you, and then of course with your relationship with your students, which which affects your classroom management, mm-hmm. you know, and that just brings on you know all of the burnout, you know, not just burned and unbalanced, but then burned and over it because my kids yeah. are disrespectful and or apathetic, and yeah, you know, and then you become apathetic, you know. Yes. That, so it's just a it's a cyclical process. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> If after today's episode, you're wanting more, check out this month's Burned In Teacher podcast freebie at burnedinteacher.com slash understand. In it, I break down what it means to understand your teacher brand because Burned In is an eight-step acronym. B stands for begin where you are. U stands for understand your teacher brand. R is reflect on your challenges. N is nurture your strengths. E is extend your reach and possibilities. D is determine your long-term goals. I is initiate lasting change. N is never settle. So go to burnedinteacher.com slash understand to get this month's Burned In Teacher podcast freebie, chapter two of my ebook, Burned In Teacher Training, Eight Steps to Go from Surviving to Thriving in Education. Enjoy the chapter, take action, and burn on. So Lisa, Take us to September 2019. Uh, I have to say that um, this year I've started off, (laughs) oh my gosh, the best in all of my years because I had so many things done beforehand that, um, and I was using my time more efficiently that would be you know my I would always kind of teach for June and say in the summer that's it get my act together and then summer comes and I want to be you know drinking sangria and like not be in the school mode and then it kind of it was just cyclical I do like two days full of work and then not do enough work other days and just totally like unbalanced even with my home to-do list Mm-hmm. Oh, I want to declutter this. Like it just wouldn't happen because I didn't purposely schedule the time to do it. Mm-hmm. Things would get done here and there, but not as effectively as you know you could. 
So this year, um, I walked in with a plan and uh, a lot of grace to say, you are starting something new that you've never done before. So I still had some anxiety, I'm not going to lie, because you're so fearful of falling into those bad habits. Mm -hmm. um, but I was so much more hopeful because I had a vision. So when I would get scared and anxious and then start feeling like, oh my gosh, I can't find anything. Where was this thing that I, lesson that I did last year? Because organization was also part of my problem. Um, I would just say, you know what? I, I'm going to do, I'm going to look through everything that I have because now with 12 years, I've accumulated so many things. Mm -hmm. um, look, first look at what you have. Don't try to create everything new and give yourself grace. Go back to the goals mm -hmm. when you feel nervous or you feel like, oh my gosh, there's so much to do. I don't know what to do, but now, yeah. So. I want to interrupt you really quickly because it's, and pardon me, I'm not laughing at you, but the situation and, and that specific Vox that you sent me that when you, because you didn't want to organize your drive, your Google no. Drive, you were annoyed with me when I said, you've got to get this organized. And you actually did it. You're such a good student. <laughs> and you Voxed me one day and you said, Amber, you won't believe it. I found this entire curriculum that I purchased that I totally forgot about. Again, going back to that anxious, frantic, forgetful brain that we get when we're trying to keep, you know, we're like in panic mode, you know, the term, mm -hmm. keeping my head above water, you know, just surviving the day. You forget about these things that you said that you've purchased or, you know, conferences yes. you've gone to and you never brought it to your students. You, you use this. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. And you're now utilizing it. I have I have to admit that I have been guilty of purchasing the same thing twice on Teachers Pay Teachers. The lack of organization. <laughs> but yeah. um, now, you know, the rule is look at what you have. And most of the time, like nine, nine times out of ten, I've had what I needed. Mm -hmm. And now I'm doing a little better at... Um, filing it in a place or even just, you know, I took your 90 minutes, um, the, the webinar you did, I, I, I viewed the replay and I decided that this year I was going to create all my lessons on slides and it's been so beneficial to me because I can insert the links to documents. Um, I, I have, my lessons now are more varied. I can, you know, give my students the, because I teach on a block schedule so um, it, it's exciting you know at first creating the slides was I, I was anxious I'm like, oh my gosh I don't want to take too much time but luckily you were hel helping me cut the fat like you know what just don't make them so fancy I found a template and I just modified it and I did find myself initially like wanting to put all these cutesy things in it and I said you know what my kids need more, 100% of me, rather they need a cutesy anything. And when you told me not to decorate my classroom, I thought I was going to like fall off the couch that I sit on <laughs> while I talk to you. But I was like, you know what? My lesson plans are more important than decorating. 
I can always do that later as like a surprise to my kids, which actually I just decorated finally. We're like on week three because a student asked me, hey, do you need any help with anything? I Now I'm asking every kid, hey, you don't have anything to do? Come by my room. I have stuff for you to do. And like kids are showing up. One hung up posters for me, you know, and it gives them something to do when we chat a little bit while I'm answering an email, they're hanging up stuff. But when you said that, I was like, how can I not? You know, I just spend hours like on Pinterest, like making these colors. And then my lesson plans weren't done. But mm-hmm. I had a great looking classroom. Right. Like, the fun stuff, right? We want to spend our time. We're no different than kids. <laughs> we want to spend time on the fun stuff, you know, the, the things you can see, you know, the visual stimulation. But then we all of the the reason we're a teacher, which is to teach. Yes. Right. That's the stuff. That's the hard stuff. That's the preparation and the discipline and, you know, that the stuff that it takes to, to plan effective lessons. That's like, ah, it'll come, you yeah. know, it'll come. It's no, fine. that needs to be first. And then, and you know, when you said that, I was like, you know what, I'm letting go to the process. Um, that's another reason why I did the one-to-one because I was so like, I, I was, I had to start being a little selfish and saying, all right, I, I need all this woman's attention now because I, I really just feel like a hot mess. <laughs> and you just get to a point where I, I totally understand why teachers leave the profession. Like you just get to a point where you're like, I'm either going to be the most resentful person, resentful teacher, grumpy, like not hopeless, which I think is the worst person or I have got to make a change and I have to be patient with myself through the process like even when we just came off our, our call and I'm, I'm doing all these slides and at first I really didn't have a format so it was taking me forever in a day but now I have more of a template that works with my style of teaching um, you know just admitting to you that I was bringing too much work home I need to be careful of that because then I will be robbing other people of my attention. So now, you know, you and I both agree, like, I'm going to try staying at school three days a week, even up to like an hour and a half after my contractual time. Um, because, because that's still what time? That's still like four o'clock, which what you said was, that, you know, sometimes we just like, oh my gosh, instead of being out at 2.30, I could be out at four. We're, I'm still so lucky to be home you know sooner than most of my neighbors so it's and it's still with plenty of the rest of the day to get all your home stuff done so um so that's that's a new thing so along this along the way I am giving myself a lot of grace a lot of like continual challenges like the first one was I gotta get these slides done because I really need them as a teacher maybe not everybody else but I need them um, now I'm going to stay after a little bit later to not do so much work at home because I would love to start reading personal books during the school year. Like That's actually one of your goals yeah, by the next time goal. we talk is to read a book. <laughs> because it can't just be like I'm waiting for summer to do personal reading. I'm waiting for summer to go on my walk. I'm waiting for summer 
It's like the people who say, when I retire, I'm going to do all the Ugh. things I wanted to do. And you're like, no, it's now. You don't know. No, you no. don't know. And we're not going to go too deep into this rabbit hole, but it makes me so incredibly sad for people to say, it's Monday and it's going to get through till Friday. <laughs> or it's, you know, it's January 3rd, just going to get get through till spring break oh. and then spring break. Like, who wants to live like that? And you don't have to. And that's what I feel like the stigma of being a teacher is like, yes, it it is tough because we're a teacher, we're a counselor, we're part-time lunch lady, food service, like giving them snacks. Mm-hmm. We counsel them. Like I go to their games. Like yeah, yeah. I oh my gosh. This... But you said some things today that were profound, and one of them even had to do with. I mean, you're working with me to create more balance and more mm-hmm. harmony in your life, mm-hmm. and to focus on the right things at the right time. I mean, you. This is a this is a Monday of this interview, and Lisa, tell everybody how long, how far out you're planned with your slides and everything. This is huge. And I know for some people they're like, but I I actually have this whole week planned and I am going to try for Thursday to then do next week. But now that I have like my template for the slides, it's so much easier now. Like the first time I did it, I really felt like I was spending like an hour and a half on each class. Now it's like half an hour. I'm done. I inserted everything I needed to, or there's no more crazy, like, Oh my gosh, I forgot to go over this topic or, Oh, I didn't do this. Or I forgot this announcement. Like, no, I I just quickly think about it. I've been writing on the big thing that uh, coaching has helped me is I did give up my darling bullet journal. I was so obsessed with it. I love decorating it, but you know, when you forget it, then it's like you forgot your, your external brain. So I did do, I switched to an online calendar, which is incredibly helpful. Um, but you do keep a paper to-do list. Yes. The paper to-do list. That is is something that you, yeah, that you really like. For when I, um, you know, throughout the day you'll think, oh my gosh, I got to do this. And I'll say, no, right now is not the time for me to do it. Mm -hmm. I can do it when my work time comes like I teach a class at the middle school so I start my day at the middle school and I just have like little rules kind of boundaries I own I check my email and I only answer email related to the middle school and when I'm there I'm I'm only doing middle school stuff so that way when my kids walk in through the door I I'm I'm with it you know, I can now then spend some time like, hey, what'd you do over the weekends? Like, how was that game? Or, oh, you told me you just downloaded 2K. Did you win? And <laughs> this, like, but before, I wanted to do all those things. It's not that I didn't want to. That's how I wanted my teaching to be, to make it, to show them that you can use the language to talk about anything. Mm-hmm. But when you don't even know, like, oh, my gosh, I haven't. I don't have enough grades, mm-hmm. like mid-marking period and, and, and this or, you know, like even having teenagers at home, like I want to be planned. So if my daughter wants to talk to me at 11 o'clock at night and yes, not ideal, I'm going to take advantage of that time because 
they'll soon be at the house. And I will regret the time I didn't pour into my relationships and my teaching. Because I didn't want the sum of my teaching to be got through another dreadful year, dreadful year, dreadful year. Yeah. That's no way to live. No way to live. So, so Lisa, if the Lisa today was in the same room as the Lisa last March, April, last year, the two years before, and you heard her, and it's funny because we were just talking about an incident where you actually did ask a teacher in the last couple of weeks, how can I help you? You know, if Lisa from last year or the year before was telling you, you know, how she was feeling, what would you, what would you say to her? I would say, first of all, even though you are looking at the sum of your failures, you have incredible successes. Don't forget about that. And there's hope in creating a vision and a plan for your life. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be what anyone else is doing. It's just your plan. Mm-hmm. And seek help right away. And what's nice about working with you is that there's no fear. Like it's hard sometimes to open up to a colleague because you're afraid of judgment. You're afraid, like, oh my gosh, what if administration hears how I feel? I don't want them to think that I'm not a good teacher. Well, working with you, I, there was none of that. It, because it's nice that we don't work together because you've removed all of that. You know, it's just, I was a teacher. This is my story. And because you're so transparent, it allows other people to be transparent. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that, that's it. And that's so there's hope, find help. And you can, we don't have to live this lie that, mm-hmm. oh, we're teachers. We don't bring value. We absolutely bring value. Yeah. You have to value yourself. You even have to value the burnout. You have to show it respect, which is what you did by doing the research, you know, you were on Matt Miller's site, which is a great site, by yeah. the way. And, and you, you said, yeah, th- this is me. This is where I am. And right. I'm going to explore this idea. This is not to say that the only way to solve your burnout is to get on burnedteacher.com and, mm-hmm. and give me a call. It's the fact that just taking action, you know, just acknowledging it, stopping the shame, having the conversation. If you've been listening to this Burned In Teacher podcast, you know, for the past year, (laughs) you know, that's what I'm all about. But Lisa, everything that you have said just solidifies the fact that this is no way to live and you are worthy and you are powerful and, but you just have to believe it and actually do the work, even if sometimes it's not decorating your classroom, <laughs> right? <laughs> Doing the, the hard self-care, you know, the, the, the nails and the, the friends and, you know, that kind of stuff. That's the fun, you know, going for a run, you know, exercising, that's all good stuff. But the hard self-care is, is where the real change comes. And to, to see your transformation, Lisa, it's just, it has brought me so much joy. So I hope you know Thank that you. you've also enriched my life as much as, you know, you say that I have helped you. So I, I'm so grateful that you took that risk. You did something scary and and you did the work. So I, I'm so proud of you. I feel like you're like, like one of my students in class, you know, <laughs> like oh, you've come so far, like, and you still have... 
you know, and you're still going to go farther. You know, yeah. you still have challenges. You still yeah. have things you're working through. Yeah. Um, and you won't need me forever. Yeah. And, you know, you're going to move on and you're going, you're already starting to inspire other teachers in your school. It's funny that, you know, we aren't going through the burned in process together. This is one-to-one. What do you need? How can I help you? Let's make a, a vision. Let's make a plan. Let me help mm-hmm. you with your self-discipline. But you've almost started going through it yourself. Like you're building your own teacher brand based on your daily patterns of interactions with other teachers. And that's all just happening naturally because you've decided. Yeah. So I'm, I'm so grateful that you took extra time to talk to me today and to share your story. That was brave too. So thank you so much. Thank you for what you do because, you know, we got to stop, just stop the shame and just feeling like you're alone. It's so true. Well, there's one more small piece of this interview. If you've listened to the podcast, Lisa, you know that I do a quick this or that lightning round. I love so, that. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. You just choose the one that comes top of mind first, okay? Okay. All right. Since we are in a season of change, summer or fall? Oh, that's so hard. I guess fall. <laughs> you were sitting outside when we first started talking. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh. Pumpkin spice latte or hot chocolate? Oh my gosh, that is so unfair. I'm obsessed with pumpkin spice chai lattes in the fall. Oh my goodness. I've never had a chai one. I'll have to try that. I'm not obsessed. I could take or leave pumpkin spice. I really could, but I love chai latte. So Mm, now you've given me something to try. Oh, Oh, fantastic. All right. Morning or night? Now I could say morning. Yeah. Yeah, because I wake up earlier and get more done. Oh, that's fantastic. I agree. I'm totally a morning person. Lisa, thank you so, so much. I'm so grateful. Thank you. To get to know you. (laughs) And as you say, burn on. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, fantastic. All right. Have a good night. You too. Bye. Bye. Don't you just love hearing her transformation? I know for me, as someone who has watched her from... May to now October. Wow. I mean, to hear the differences in the things that she says and the language that she uses and the things that she tells herself on the daily are completely different. And so I have some takeaways and tips for you today before you go about your day or finish your run or get to work or get home from work, wherever it is that you're listening to this episode. I have some things I want you to do. All right. So here are your calls to action this week. I want you to pay attention to what you're spending your money on. Is it something that's going to help you to help your students better? Not only that, but is it going to cost you hours of preparation when you're already feeling behind and unorganized? Listen, I I know from teaching for 12 years that it's easy to get caught up in what you see other people using on Instagram or Pinterest um, or finding something that looks really quote unquote cool on Teachers Pay Teachers, I'm not poo-pooing on those things. They're they're excellent resources for inspiration. However, when we spend money on things that we feel or we tell ourselves we have to do because other people are doing them is not a good reason to get out your wallet. You need to be intentional about how you spend your money and really think about whether or not it's going to help you to be more successful and help your students to be more successful, all right? The second thing is, 
Are you telling yourself the lies that you're not good enough? Are you telling yourself that you should be better or you should or could be doing more? Are you finding yourself saying, time to make the donuts, like Lisa said. Now, I'm an 80s kid and I don't remember that um, that commercial, but I can see the person in my head just you know, going through the motions of the day-to-day work. Instead of asking yourself, should I or could I be doing more? I want you to think about Could I be maximizing my time better? Do I have to continue doing everything the way that I've always done it? Take a second to write down all of the things that you're doing in a day. And this is what I um, tell all of my coaching clients and my teachers in the Out the Door by Four program is to write down what you're doing every day. And this is not a huge, you don't have to write a paragraph, you know, just jot down. How are you spending your planning time, your prep time before school, during school, after school? How are you spending your time with your students when they are in front of you? All right, this can be a really good microscope of really looking deeply into how it is that you're spending your time and whether or not you could maximize that time better. The third thing is, is I want to challenge you to think and or believe something. And although I don't believe that this is always the 100% case, I do believe that there are really no bad teachers. I think we are humans who have fallen into bad luck, bad habits, or fallen under bad leadership. Um, but when your brain is in all of these places and saying all of these negative things, it causes a cycle of patterns of negativity. And I truly believe that, you know, teachers that are resistant or don't believe that they can do better um, is is really a result of either, you know, like I said earlier, bad leadership because no one has been honest with them about how they can improve or when their leader or colleagues have tried to help them, they've done it in a way that made them feel ashamed and therefore they kind of built up that wall. Um, So I challenge you, if you are someone who has been uh, labeled as someone who is negative, really think about how you're reacting to people when they have or tried to help you to become better or to do things differently that will result in less time or better results, all right? The fourth thing that I want to challenge you to do is to get a coach, whether it's me or someone else who can help you create a plan and actually keep you accountable is really important to your success. So when I say get a coach, this could also be looked at as a mentor, someone who is doing better than you at one of several things, time management, classroom management, productivity, um, use of technology to help you to automate or simplify things. Again, though, if you are curious about what one-to-one coaching looks like with me, you can go to burnedinteacher.com slash coaching. Now, I also want you to do a couple of things. I want you to check out my free 90-minute webinar all about planning your upcoming grading period now with vision and planning and discipline and intention. You can go to burnedinteacher.com slash 90 minutes and watch that webinar totally for free. I filmed it in front of a live audience and it was so incredible that I had to offer it to you anytime um, that works for you. So go to burnedinteacher.com slash 90 minutes to check out that webinar that will help you to think ahead rather than thinking day to day. Now, if you are interested in exploring the idea of working with me one-to-one to to help you live your truth, like Lisa said, go to burnedinteacher.com slash coaching to learn more and to apply. Like I said in uh, the beginning of this episode, it's not a registration. I'm not going to hit you up with a bill. This is for me to get to know you and what you're struggling with. 
um, and get all of these things out of your head and into a place where we can actually do something about your current reality. So we'll schedule a free 15 minute call and see if you're a good candidate for one to one teacher coaching with me. So don't forget to tune in next week because I get to share my interview with Elizabeth McDonald, a former broadcaster and English teacher turned presenter of the importance of words and questions and how they impact our brand and our people. All right, that's all for this week. I want to leave you with this agent of change. Instead of saying, I can do everything myself, I want you to combat that superhero Sam with human Hannah. I am going to focus on what I can do with the time I am allowed and will ask for help when I need it. I want you to feel relief and determination. And until next week, take a deep breath and burn on. If you enjoyed today's podcast episode, you can head over to burnedinteacher.com where you can access the entire vault of Burned In Teacher podcast episodes and more information about ways I want to help you go from burned out teacher to burned in human. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would be so grateful if you would head over to iTunes and leave a review and a rating about the Burned In Teacher podcast. Until next time, take a deep breath because you just took another step to becoming a burned-in teacher. Burn on.